Hello and welcome to this week's Skeptical Reporter. My name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you news on science and skepticism from around the world. Last week, Missouri voters gave themselves the right to pray without state interference, but some science educators are worried that the seemingly innocuous referendum, which passed overwhelmingly, could also undermine the teaching of evolution in public schools. Amendment 2 is a lawyer's dream because of its vagueness, says Joshua Rosnop, Program and Policy Director of the National Center for Science Education in Oakland, California, which tracks efforts by groups that oppose evolution. While the amendment begins by declaring that all residents have a natural right to worship Almighty God according to the dictates of their own consciences, it also lists several situations in which that right must be protected. Rosnow is worried about one particular clause, that no student shall be compelled to perform or participate in academic assignments or educational presentations that violate his or her religious beliefs. Those words give students the legal right to skip assignments related to evolution if the subject matter conflicts with their beliefs. Mike Huey, a supporter of the amendment and executive director of the Missouri Catholic Conference, thinks that Rosnaw is overanalyzing the language in the amendment. Making a profit on the occult arts? Cultivating a loyal customer base for potions, magic spells and psychic readings? Not on eBay or not. In its 2012 fall seller update, the online marketplace said it was banning all sales of supernatural goods and services, expelling its witchy and wizardly clientele. Among the prohibited items are listed advice, spells, curses, hexing, conjuring, magic services, prayers, blessings, psychic tarot and reiki, and other metaphysical readings and services, magic potions, and healing sessions. Spokeswoman Jana Hoff says that buyers and sellers have complained to eBay that such transactions actions often result in issues that can be difficult to resolve. Beginning on the 30th of August, attempts to list such enchantments for sale will be blocked according to the website. Todd Akin, the Republican candidate for Senate in Missouri, said in an interview released this weekend that he did not support abortion for rape victims because if it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut the whole thing down. The congressman later acknowledged that it was a mistake for him to refer to legitimate rapes, but added that he's apologized for that and that the voters of Missouri knew they weren't getting a perfect candidate. I'm not apologizing for the fact that I'm pro-life, he said. The idea that rape victims cannot get pregnant has long roots. The legal position that pregnancy disproved the claim of rape appears to have been instituted in the UK sometime in the 13th century and it took hundreds of years for it to be disproved by science. The Food and Drug Administration is warning consumers not to use Rumofan dietary supplements after receiving reports of bleeding, stroke, and death among people taking the pills. Rumofan Plus and Rumofan Plus Premium are marketed as natural remedies for arthritis and muscle pain, but the FDA says the products actually contain several prescription drugs. A chemical analysis by the agency found that Rumofan Plus contains three drugs, including a muscle relaxant and the anti-inflammatory drug dexamethasone. These drugs can interact with other medications, causing life-threatening side effects in some patients. The FDA first warned consumers about the product in June, but says complications have continued to be reported. And now let's look at some news in science. NASA began a new chapter of its Martian Chronicle on the 22nd of August when the agency named its Mars rover Curiosity's landing site after the late science fiction author Ray Bradbury. Curiosity's landing site inside Mars's vast Gale crater was rechristened Bradbury Landing to honor the iconic writer's legacy and dedication to Mars exploration, NASA officials explained. Ray Bradbury died in June at the age of 91. His first book, The Martian Chronicles, paints a vivid picture of the human exploration of Mars through a series of short stories. 
Today would have been Ray Bradbury's 92nd birthday, but he's already reached immortality in his short stories and books, said Michael Meyer, lead scientist for NASA's Mars Exploration Program. NASA has a long tradition of naming landing sites on Mars after scientists and other icons related to space exploration or the Red Planet. Previous sites are now named in tribute to astronomer Carl Sagan and the fallen astronauts of Space Shuttle's Challenger and Columbia. A new type of camouflage makeup promises not only to hide troops from the enemy, but also to protect soldiers' skin from the blazing heat of an explosion. Soldiers are at the mercy of two dangerous blasts when they are exposed to a roadside bomb detonation or any other powerful explosion, explained researcher Robert Lockheed of the University of Southern Mississippi. The heat blast can instantly cook soldiers' skin. Injuries sometimes can be made worse by oil or wax-based face paint that melts or ignites on the skin. But Lockheed and his team said they've devised a makeup that protects the face and hands for up to 15 seconds before its own temperature climbs to the point where a mild first-degree burn is possible. In some tests, they said that the window of protection grew to 60 seconds. To create the heat-proof makeup, the researchers turned to silicones, which are not as flammable as the fatty substances in traditional face paint. Northwestern University scientists have connected 250 years of organic chemical knowledge into one giant computer network, a chemical Google on steroids. This immortal chemist will never retire and take away its knowledge, but instead will continue to learn, grow and share. A decade in the making, the software optimizes synthesis of drug molecules and other important compounds, combines long and expensive synthesis of compounds into shorter and more economical routes, and identifies suspicious chemical recipes that could lead to chemical weapons. Called Chematica, the network comprises some 7 million chemicals connected by a similar number of reactions. A family of algorithms that searches and analyzes the network allows the chemist at his or her computer to easily tap into this vast compendium of chemical knowledge. And the system learns from experience as more data and algorithms are added to its knowledge base. Cornell University researchers have devised a new method for restoring human vision by looking into the way retinal cells communicate with the brain and each other. The result, they claim, is an enormous leap in quality over existing visual prosthetics. There are projects all over the world that are successfully giving back partial vision to blind patients. There are, however, a number of obstacles, the size of the microelectrodes, the way of powering the device, the type of blindness the person has, and other factors that prevent current treatments from doing much more than letting patients see a few monochrome blobs. That's enough to safely navigate a room or street, but what about recognizing faces and objects or reading signs and symbols? The new research by Dr. Sheila Nuremberg at Cornell and Ketan Pandarinat at Stanford University claims to make such levels of detail possible. And now in local news from Romania, we learned that Romania's computer science students have won two gold medals and two silver medals at the Balkan Olympiad of Informatics that took place in Belgrade. The winners of the gold medals are Rares Darius Buhai and Radu Ștefan Voroneanu, and the two silver medalists are Dan Mihai Gheorghe and Daniel Pozdărăscu. 45 students from nine countries participated in this year's Olympiad. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 23rd of August, 2012. Thank you for listening.